Welcome, Cyclone fans, to another episode of Down the Pipe at Natty Light. Cole and Marjorie are both out this week, so this week we decided to sit down, do a quick, little bit shorter episode for you. Um, I, I sat down with a representative from the Alamo Bowl to kind of talk about their interactions with Iowa State fans so far and everything that's been going on. So I hope you enjoy. We're now here joined by Rick Hill from the Valero Alamo Bowl here to talk a little bit about kind of all the all the hubbub that's been going on because this is uh, this has been one of the most talked about uh, bowl games that we've we've been to uh, even you know including the Liberty Bowl last year or anything like that just as far as all the press around it obviously I would say it's been a up and coming team the last couple of years and uh, this is a great chance to to showcase the team on a on a, on a huge stage so Rick I th- thank you for joining us here. My pleasure. We're excited. So, what's I guess what's your what's your experience been like uh, interacting with Cyclone fans and, and and Wazoo fans too? You know, so so far we're only we're only a week into this thing, but it seems like we've uh, had quite the quite the social media buzz so far. Yeah, I think if we can pick uh, two teams with uh, conference coach of the years that have each won seven of their last eight games, that's kind of a recipe for uh, enthused fan uh, base and uh, energized uh, social media presence. Oh, no doubt. I think you guys have done a really great job, on, especially on Twitter. Because um, you guys have definitely been the most active bull as far as on Twitter, social media that I've, that I've seen. You guys are doing a really good job on that so far. Well, uh, thank you. It, it really is a two-way street, though. I mean, there's, there's years where we're geared up, ready to go, and the beautiful thing on uh, Twitter is you have a scorecard. <laughs> if you send something <laughs> out and there's zero engagement, then maybe either you're not sending out the right thing or that fan base uh, is not as excited as they think they are. Right, and I think, uh, I think Iowa State fans have shown so far that we're, uh, we're pretty jazzed to come down to San Antonio. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, no, I think it's a, a great thing starting from you know starting from the couple days before team team selection. I think you definitely right. sensed that there was something good brewing, and it was going to really people ready to jump on the bandwagon. Right, and you know, and we were you know we we felt pretty good about. It. I mean, because the you know really the other the other choice there was a West Virginia team that's you know very very good. They have you know obviously find out now that Will Greer's not playing in the bowl, but you know I had a guy that was a borderline Heisman candidate. That's a really exciting team to watch, and you know the whole the Mike Leach storyline. So that was an attractive matchup. Uh, so we were, you know, we were, we certainly didn't have it, have it written down or anything like that, but we felt good going in, uh, coming into the, you know, selection Sunday, if you want to call it that, um, about, about our chances again, the Alamo Bowl. And, and, uh, I know we're all really glad to, because we, uh, Orlando is not the easiest flight, uh, to go to the Camping World Bowl, which should have been the alternative, you know, that it's not the easiest flight for Iowa, uh, Iowa folks, but, you know, getting down to Texas isn't too hard because we can get, we can get down to Dallas pretty easy. Uh, so I know we were real happy to to hear about that, and especially playing against a team like uh, Washington State that you know stylistically is a lot like a Big Twelve. I mean, it's Mike Leach, so it's a lot like a Big Twelve team. I think you guys got a pretty good matchup. I think I know this, maybe maybe the national media wanted West Virginia Washington State, but I tell you what, though, I think this is going to be a really great bowl game. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the the buzz has been great from a national media perspective because I yeah, think yeah. they 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 know the strength of a uh, of a Matt Campbell led program, and I because I mean it, uh, it's amazing the number of Big Twelve teams Iowa State beat in the last couple of years, and, and it's no all longer we actually just no longer the we, the win against Kansas State finished off that we beat all of them in the last two years. Yeah, so there's not uh, yeah it's not these aren't fluke wins these these are right. the, laying the foundation for a program that, uh, yeah, you're going to have to reckon with. So, no, I think that is – I think it's just for us, it's educating our local fan base. 
and we really appreciate Coach Campbell flying down last week and, and meeting our local media. And uh, we're, you know, that's what we're kind of doing over the next two weeks for us is, is, is put some faces to it. Um, cause yeah, we, these, these programs down here maybe haven't been seen as much as some of the other ones. Uh, and now we're going to try to do as good a job as possible to get this game, the attendance it deserves. Well, I, I think you guys are doing a great job because, you know, looking at different articles and like, you know, the best bowl games they're looking forward to, you know, you got the, the playoff and if you in the New Year's six game, but you know, the Alamo bowl is like, it's, it's, the, it's almost constantly rated as like the best non New Year's six game that you need to watch. And it's actually rated ahead of a couple of them on, on a few different lists I've seen. So there's a lot, a lot of hype around this, knowing it's going to be, you know, because you basically got strength on strength with Washington State's off passing offense against Iowa State's, uh, you know, pa- against our extraordinarily good defense. It's a great matchup, and you know, get a lot of great storylines. You got Gardner Minshew, who was fifth, finished fifth in Heisman. You got Brock Purdy, the up, up and coming freshman. There's so many great storylines, and uh, that coming out of that presser last week, I was, I was. As entertained as I was hoping to be with with the interaction between Matt Campbell and Mike Leach, with the the parenting advice that came out, that was I enjoyed that very very much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was it was fun to see Coach Campbell because because he knew that Leach was going to put on a show. They had right. a really fun interaction backstage where they basically went through every major city and state I think in America where there's football recruits and kind of did a little back and forth on do you recruit that? What, what are the pluses of these kind of kids from this part, this region of the country and this region of the country. And um, huh. I think they had a lot of mutual respect. Um, and then, yeah, if, if you saw the video of the, of the press conference, it, Coach Campbell was kind of just leaning in and just getting ready for uh, to see what, what Leach would say. And it, right. it wasn't a bad thing. Uh, he's kind of enjoyed uh, taking all the pressure. Oh, he's like Leach is always good for a good soundbite. And then, uh, I, man, now that, you, that that's an interesting story though. The behind the scenes one, I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall listening to that conversation because recruiting is such a fascinating little, it's such a fascinating world. It's completely different. It's a completely different set of everything. So I've been, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall for Matt Campbell and Mike Leach talking recruiting. <laughs> Been, that have been yeah, like, it was definitely yeah, definitely what what their programs and the conversation would have been totally different had it been two different programs. Right, but uh, yeah, it was. I mean, that was it was funny how quickly they got into that. Um, right, but uh, I already I already forgot everything they said, but it was interesting. Oh, well, that's <laughs> like should take a note. So I don't know, but um, so what we we need to we do need to talk a little bit about this whole bush light situation that's evolved over the last week because we you know we. We fired off a tweet at the, I think it was directed at the San Antonio Riverwalk, uh, basically requesting that they stock be stock be well stocked with Bush Light, which is uh, by far Cyclone fans' favorite cheap beer to drink. Um, and apparently, we found out also it's Washington State's favorite beer. So there's two places in the country that are like fiercely loyal to Bush Light, and you found both of them. So congratulations for that. <laughs> um, but yeah. after, but you know, then you guys really ran with it. You said you know kind of you know. Kind of fired off. I, I don't know if it was joking or if it was actually serious about, you know, trying to get this whole thing and going. And then Bush Light's Twitter account jumps in, and now this turns into a thing. And it's it's in USA Today and everything. I just I, – I, what's your guys' reaction? Because <laughs> I don't think anybody expected it to blow up quite like that. Well, it, yeah, we always kind of – seems like we always kind of have a wild card. Last time we got a cut in the – a back and forth with Chris Angel last year when someone was debating whether they should go to our game or a Chris Angel concert. And that kind of, that kind of was our blow up last year. And uh, yeah, this year it was, we just kind of, you know, see where 
questions to be asked and we want to follow because you're, you know, you're married to two uh, conferences in the Pac-12 and Big 12, but you're really, you know, the, the month of December, you're just focusing on one. So you got to kind of really want to tier the experience because we want both these teams to have a grand slam experience uh, that we know San Antonio can deliver. So then next time, if they came, they come again. And if they didn't come, they, they feel like they missed out. So we, you know, we are not the Rose Bowl. We don't have 125 years of tradition, but we can work hard on social. We have an amazing downtown footprint. Um, on the things that we can, you know, be a little more, you know, quick to react on. That's that's kind of our sweet spot. And whether it's, you know, team gifts, for example, hey, we're going to go ahead and try to work hard and pick what we think a player would want, rather than what, uh, you know, maybe our older uh, committee members will kind of recommend and all the little things that we can do. And yeah, the Bush light was amazing. Cause I actually was a tour guide in Anheuser-Busch in, uh, I think it was 1986 growing up really? in St. Louis. And that's, a, that's the last time I talked about Bush light. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we had, we had to get educated. Um, I do now know that there, uh, there aren't any Bush light kegs in the whole state of Texas, nor can they be, um, based on some, uh, state regulations and approvals and what you have. So, uh, it, it became a, it, it be every third call I took, uh, after team selection was related to, okay, what, what can we get as far as package book, bush light and who, what river rock establishments can take it, what hotels, uh, certainly we do a six hour fan zone before the game. How do we make sure that's well represented there? And then in the buildings, a little trickier because we don't have events every weekend that would, you know, sell a lot of beer. So what will they take and sell and where would we put it? So it's, uh, Oh, yeah. I'm the fall guy if, if there's not enough bush light in San Antonio. <laughs> so you're going to have a bunch as of angry a, as, a, as, a, as, as a backup, as a backup, I hope Bud Light is a nice uh, secondary, and we just helped with the Final Four, and we had an amazing amount of people, and we didn't run out of Bud Light. So I, I feel good between the two of them. Uh, both fan bases will not be sending me nasty emails on December 29th. Well, that's that's fair. Um, well, see, generally speaking, I would say Iowa fans are far too, far too nice to send nasty emails, but I'm not that, I'm not that naive. Uh, but I actually, you know, as a second beer, I should have, you know, should have, I should have talked to you beforehand though, because I think a second, good second beer would have been, uh, natural light or natty light. That, uh, that probably is tough to get in bush light. So if I'm going to go all in on one, that's not really in the normal repertoire of San Antonio, I think, fair. uh, I think bush, bush lights the call. And then, uh, yeah, but Bud Light has a, a very big presence and a long-time partnership with us. So that, that that that's the natural number two. But yeah, we we obviously respond to Twitter. So so tweet away when uh, you see it or you need directions and you're in town, and we'll uh, we'll play find the bush light game all week. Well, there, <laughs> see, I don't know if you, I don't know if you were aware of this or not, but we played when we played Texas uh, at Texas. The the game was on the Longhorn Network. So before, so and everyone was asking us, "Where can we watch the game? Where can we watch the game? Where can we watch the game?" Because, I mean, it's become easier to find. But generally speaking, if you don't have I me, mean, if you don't have Directv or Dish Network, it can be pretty hard to find up in Iowa because sure. we don't we have MediaCom, which doesn't carry it. We don't have Spectrum or Time Warner. You know, we don't have any of those. So we have so the natural cable package that pretty much everybody has doesn't have Longhorn Network. So, anyways, everybody all over the country is asking us, "Where do I? Where do I watch this game? Where do I watch this game?" So the night before the Texas game, starting about lunch on lunchtime on Friday up until about midday on Saturday, um, we about four, like five or six of our writers basically just started cold calling bars in every we ever all over the country, 
And eventually we got this huge, huge list of, of bars that will, that have agreed to, or will be showing, uh, the Longhorn network and watch showing the Iowa state, Texas game. We just found them in Maine and Montana. And we found some, we found one in Alaska. We found all these. So we'll have to do something like that for bars carrying bush light in San Antonio. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be good. I mean, I, I think the, the reports I've gotten from the downtown hotels is a lot of the full service ones are nearing capacity. So it is going to be one of our top, you know, uh, travel games of all time. Um, so people are prepared. We, we definitely rally together. I mean, tourism is actually our number one industry. One of eight people, every eight people in San Antonio work in tourism. So this is, you know, this is our bread and butter to take care of major sporting events. So uh, everybody is on call and we, we roll right into a huge new year's Eve celebration. So worst case, we'll tap into the supplies that were designated for uh, new year's Eve and let them scramble three days later. <laughs> Very good. So it sounds like it sounds like you guys are taking every precaution anyways, because I tell you what, Me- Memphis did not do that. And they, uh, they ran out of beer. I remember here. I remember reading some tweets that they were saying that they were tapped out of a couple beers by 3 PM the day before. So, I, I it seems like you're it seems like you got it on t- on uh, kind of on that I, I, I'm I've got the appropriate amount of fear, as Greg Popovich would say, when <laughs> playing a good opponent. But I also have uh, prepared well. There you go. So I guess uh, to wrap things up here real quick. So we're gonna go. You know, we'll have somewhere you know thirteen to fifteen thousand cyclones down there this weekend, or not this weekend, but uh, for the for the bowl game. Um, you know, besides the Riverwalk, besides the Alamo, besides SeaWorld, you know, what are some other stuff around you know around San Antonio that we should be checking out? Well, I think the good news is I know uh, we hosted Iowa State down here for uh, NCAA basketball. Yep, and even 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 in a couple years, how much this city where. Uh, this is our decade of downtown. So we've put an amazing amount of, of resources behind improving our downtown. Um, our river walk used to be three miles of, of primarily touristy. It's 15 miles long now. So if you're a, if you're a history buff and you go to the Alamo and see the, the church facade and, and enjoy it, but want to see a real mission, there's five missions in San Antonio. You can go bike, walk, hike, uh, Rideshare and go see four more missions in their full glory with the whole compound on the on the Riverwalk South. Um, we also have an amazing entertainment complex. If you take the Riverwalk two miles north, called the Pearl, where we have fourteen restaurants that are just for San Antonio. Um, the lights are amazing up and down the Riverwalk. There are millions of lights that click on at Thanksgiving and go through New Year's. Um, you also mentioned the theme parks, Sea World and Six Flags do a great job around the holidays. Um, and hopefully the weather, I mean, we were at six, we were doing some walkthroughs of SeaWorld last night and I, I made the comment that, you know, it's 52 degrees at, uh, six o'clock, which I'm assuming is going to feel like 80 if you're coming from Washington oh, yeah. state or Iowa. You're going to have, you're going to have so, a whole bunch of cyclone fans walk around in cargo shorts and flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that, that is, that is, I think that is the good news. And even if it does get chilly here, it's always much colder everywhere else. And okay, it is, so a, it is we'll a good pants range of, range of. Yeah, it's it's a good range of weather. So yeah, get on your get on your weather app and check it out. But you if you're here for a while and then enjoy the bowl events. I mean, we do a the pep rally on the 26th on the river. Uh, the 27th we have, and then that's you know that's players coming in on river barges, captains and coach on uh, on the stage, high school bands, university bands. Uh, that is a real fun shot. And even if that theater it's called the Arneson River Theater, if that fills up, just line the river because your players will be going by. Uh, the next day we're going to do our luncheon and that's, you know, headlined by 
coaches, head coach, uh, players, captains, but ESPN talent will be there to interact. The Bams will be there. Uh, Iowa State that afternoon is going to do their their spirit rally. Um, and then the Riverwalk on the on the night before, you, it, it'll be a great scene. And yeah, it's good. Both teams are so close in color. Uh, I think Pantone colors the mm-hmm. the Crimson's and the Cardinals. And yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how discernible everyone is walking walking the river. But the Alamo's right there. I mean, if from a team hotel, and you can you know we we do what we call laps every night. Our, our staff goes from a, one team hotel to the other team hotel, past the Alamo to the media hotel. Uh, to a sponsor hotel, and we can do two or three laps because it's so compact an area, and still be on the Riverwalk, Alamo, and all these all these uh, uh, iconic places. That's great to hear. It sounds like you guys got a got a full schedule lined up, and it sounds like you guys were we'll be. It sounds like you guys will be ready for us, and we'll, we'll be down there definitely to take advantage of as many of those things as we can. And we got a lot of people heading down to watch uh, the Spurs Nuggets game because our former point guard Monte Morris is going to be. Well, depending on what's going on, he's going to be starting for the Nuggets here pretty quick uh, against. Yeah, uh, I've seen those. Uh, I've seen those tweets. Yeah, so that's uh, the twenty sixth. That'll be good. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think some of the team was trying to do our pep rally and then uh, at least catch maybe the second half of uh, of that game. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's also probably two and a half miles from downtown, so it's in the it's kind of in the footprint, but. Yeah, there, there there'll be plenty to do, but yeah, the, the Riverwalk obviously is a huge draw. Now that it is so much uh, expanded, um, we also have a for for history bucks, like I said, go to the Alamo. But we have a huge downtown cathedral, the oldest in, in Texas, called San Fernando Cathedral. And if you Google Saga, uh, and they do an amazing history show on the facade of that cathedral on Friday and Saturday night. So if you're in uh, in town for the weekend uh, after the game, uh, check that out. Very good. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Rick. Appreciate you jumping on and giving us the lowdown. Uh, we're excited to get down there. Excited to uh, drink some beer and have a good time at the uh, Alamo Bowl. So I appreciate you coming on. Well, we're looking forward to it. This this is going to be a real fun bowl week, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, we're we're we're, re- we're we're ready. All right. Thank you, Rick. Thank you.